People need answers. God, give me the answer. People need truth. You can't handle the truth. People need transformation, and religion won't do. This kind of thing is uh, spiritual. Life is evolving, and so are you. I feel it already. Welcome to the Next Evolution Podcast. Hey, this is Chaplain Bailey. This episode is a special coaching call that I did with an individual who was looking for more direction on his business. So check this out. Listen, hope you enjoy it. And then stay tuned for more information. Like there, I started a Friday night um, after service. Um, the, they had a Friday night service and uh, it was more of the youth service. And I started um, an after party there. And then the thing is, the young people would go over to the gym at the end, they would call the spot, and uh, young people would go over there. And we'd have, you know, basketball and play hip hop, so it'd keep them out of trouble. And, uh, you know, right. place to, like, you know, after surf service, you go over there and play basketball, and, you know, and, and then we get food. And it was it became my night, and I, I made it there, so I gave them a survey. So, what do you want to call it? And I picked out a couple different names. They picked survey, uh, the survey, uh, one result that one was Freedom Fridays. That was spelled F R E. So, I called it Freedom Fridays, and I did marketing. So, you know, I marketed with buyers and stuff like that. So they came over and it became like, yeah, I really want to go to Freedom Fridays. Now, um, that's fine, you know. Um, and and I had had a friend, had two friends that came and they 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 actually volunteered um, to serve. And I went to the church office and I checked, do you guys have any volunteers? And that's how I met these two friends. Now, one of them was an older guy that also did poetry, and but he was too old, so eventually he stopped coming. He's like, I mean, like really, like seventy something, right? Right. The other one was a little bit older than me, and it ended up, and he was in, you know, Primerica, and so I had been in Primerica, so we 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 understood that work. He he had another job, and he ended up. Uh, so we became good friends in ministry, and we met to the young people, and he was married, I, I wasn't, and so we became good friends, and he's like an older guy. So the thing is that he wasn't an internet guy. So, you know, he did his work and I did mine. Now, fast forward to the pandemic, all the churches shut down, right? Mm. Canada was serious about shutdowns. Right. So uh, it was easy for me, in a sense, to start doing business just on the internet. So I took one of my 30-something domains, spelled P-H-R-E, Freedom Fridays, and I used that. So I did Freedom Fridays online and I made it the same as what I used to do in the, in the community in Toronto with Saturday Night Love. I used to do nights of talent, talk, and teaching. I did 87 of them. So I made it Freedom Fridays and I did talent, talk, and teaching. But I made it online because it was locked down. I, and then I got let go for my job. So I hired myself. So I did Pence Power Club full time and I just kept reading books. So like, if you saw me in a spirit, my book, my head would be a book. Okay. Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm literally named my company after books. In 2011, like every single time, says, "Oh, think of Rich, I would go read that." So he said, "Rich Edward, I go read that." And then, and then, and then I find out the author of "Think of Rich" also read "Law of Success." Right? Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Have you read it? "Think and Grow Rich." Yeah, no, "Law of Success." It's also the, by Napoleon Hill. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, not okay, only have so I read it, people, I've also had I also have the audio book. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Listen, but most people, the book is too thick for them. Okay, <laughs> the <laughs> it's a, is, it's it's a lot of info. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's the thick one, right? So people just and I say I joke around all the time about it. Most people just they, they, even if I told them about. The oh, did I lose you? 
tend to be rich, right? So mm-hmm. like they'd rather be rich than successful. And I say, listen, like Harriet Tubman was successful at freeing a lot of slaves. Yeah. But this society with the gen- with the with the thing in the West with the capitalism, they would say, Oh, that wasn't worth it. She should have stayed in Canada and made money. <laughs> okay. Right. This is the thing, right? It's way more important to be successful at whatever you're called to do than to be rich. Right? Roger that. Roger but that. The thing is, the reason, the, but the reason why there's so much destruction in the world is because a lot of people think it's better to be rich than to be successful at doing a good thing and helping people. So they're like, oh, it doesn't matter if I'm evil, at least I'm rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's like a Pharaoh was like, so obviously like I have the right values like even if people that even if people that are greedy they would say well yeah i I can't say that it's better to be rich at doing if you're doing something evil than it is to be successful at doing something good right they probably wouldn't like it if their both their parents abandoned them and sold them off to slavery for money right so um that so i have the right idea on my side however it is hard to be alone in a in a project. So I give you put it in another perspective because I started the increase of peace campaign and I talk about injustice in the world and not just confined to my country, just in general. So if 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 Ukraine is getting attacked, I speak out against it. If there's bad things happening in in Ethiopia, I speak out against it. I remember the Yugoslav when 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 Serbia and Hurricanes like I speak out against it. So it's not just about when black people are getting mistreated, but I talk to some people that look like me in the states. And I say, right, like, I don't like what's going on in Ukraine. I really want, I like that America is stopping, you know, NATO is stopping Putin and stuff. Right. Because, and you know what, when I talk to the people that, it's, it's I talked to something, like I talked to a sister and I was in a room and the room was about that. It was about a political misinformation, the the lies that, you know, like that their lies that some Russians, are, some Russian news organizations are putting out that Putin's, that, that Ukraine started the war and Ukraine is killing themselves and, you know, deep fakes and all this disinformation. So it was given the right information. And then once it's in there, she was like, well, I don't see it. know why you care about this because uh, the American misinformation, because you're not American, because I acknowledge that I was an American, right? Because right. I don't have a drug in this fight and I can say these two sides are not equal, right? There's one side is pro-democracy. There's one side was pro-insurrection. These two sides are not equal. And the thing is that I am a, just a citizen of the world. I okay. drive things about the planet. I'm not, I'm not, even if I wasn't in Canada, if I was in Antigua, if I was, if I was, you know, I want to work for the United Nations and serve and try to help. Right. So the thing is what I noticed is some people, they only care about an issue because it benefits them. So like, it's like, for instance, if I was in the States, it, 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 I, if I was just arguing for reparation because I wanted money right back. But then if, if it, that's what it's right, it doesn't matter if I'm white or black. If that's what's right, it's right, right? If if do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm reading about Nelson Mandela now. I'm reading a long road, road to freedom. Right. It's not going to benefit me because I'm South African. You know what I'm saying? So it, I don't find that many people like me. They're like, well, I care about this because I want to get our money back. And um, my my when I go outside, like the cops in Georgia might shoot me. That's not why I care about racism i don't care about racism because it affects me right i don't care about sexism because it affects me i'm not a woman i don't care about um i don't care that the the little kids in florida are getting attacked because they they're you know because they're uh because because they because their sexual identity or because of what they you know i don't care about the 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 bill in florida don't say gay bill because 
I, I, it, it, I have a child in Florida. You see what I'm saying? Like this selfishness means that I'm walking alone. And the thing is, because I'm an internet minister, I'm like, I, I wouldn't find some partner in you to say, okay, yeah, you take 10 of your web domains and I'll give you feedback on what you're going to develop them as and where you're going to. I own freefood.com, freeclothes.com, freehealth.com. Like I can tell, I need somebody to tell me where can I point freefood.com? Well, look, where can look, I point freeclothes.com? So, so here's, 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 no, here's the deal, brother, my man, Jason, yeah. listen. Yeah. All right. You got so much going on. And there's, your friend as your chaplain as your confidant i would say to you what's most important yeah am i coming it, back or am i just gonna listen no no, no come come back come back yeah 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 yeah, for sure what's most important is your ability to get people on your side Jason's coming back in right now. Did, did you hear what I said? Okay, so that's so that's what Jesus would do. He would be trying to get people on his side. He was divisive. He said he brings a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he listen, didn't compromise. Right, you're you're absolutely right. But remember this: he still had twelve disciples. Oh, I'm looking for my people. Every time. <laughs> you're, you're, listen, listen, look, Jason. Did you I hear have, what I just I said? Yes, he was divisive. You know, he divided the sheep from the goat. Twelve, and one of them was a devil. Well, but but that, but he still, but he still, he still had twelve. Of course, and this is the thing. So let me give you an example. In in other words, in other words, you have a you have to have a yin and a yang. So let me show tell you my efforts of trying to find people because okay, okay. Okay. My first thing I'm going to do when I get my house closings, uh, June 23rd, right. it's funny because when I say I sold my house for a million dollars, people think I'm bragging about money. I've worked for free for free shares incorporated and not taken a donation since 1999. Okay. Okay. Nobody has done that because I checked the domains. Okay. I run free shares.com free, free, incorpor- free shares incorporated. Okay. Nobody else has incorporated that. Cause that's checked the internet Copy. since 1999. Okay. So nobody's done that. They tried to close it down. I had to pay $500 to reopen it because I didn't know I was supposed to send nil tax returns in. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, as a result, in the ministry, when I was ordained as a minister, we get donations. We get some people give tithes. Some people give don- offerings. Uh, other people give applause. And people thank you. And when I was doing Freedom Fridays in person, right. parents thanked me. Okay. I have four, four girls that got scholarships because of me. And they thanked me. And not only that, their parents thanked me, right? But when I do Freedom Fridays on the internet and nobody shows up because they want to go in person. So maybe give you an example. One of the guys that used to help me with Freedom Fridays went in person from my church and minister. I met with him because I came back to Canada after being in Georgia. He said, oh, you're back, right? And he saw my post and then he said, hey, let's connect, right? Because he's driving Uber Eats. Okay. Because, right, he's not getting as much for American business and he's driving Uber Eats. And then he connected with me. So I went and I had sold my car to invest in Penn's Power Club. My house hasn't closed yet. So I'm just in there here in an empty house, four bedroom house. So right. I walk up and I just said, so I went, went, went and met with him. I took the train. Okay. So I met, I met with him at, at, uh, at the mall uh, at, in, in Toronto. And it's kind of halfway because he's on the other side of Toronto. And I, and I took the train right. and I met with him. And, you know, I told him what I was doing. I said, I learned how to do fix and flips. 
So that's how I'm going to make money now. I'm going to look for a property maybe somewhere south by the time it gets cold in Canada, like either Hawaii or maybe Antigua or whatever. Right. I look for a property and I know I fix up my property. So I'll know how to t- take a property that's, that's you know, people are distressed by her. And then I fix it up. I make like $100,000 or at least $50,000 every, every three months. Or if it takes six months, I make $100,000 every six months or something, right? And I wanted to show him how to do it. Let's try and get him to go to Freedom Fridays. You know, he started telling me his, then he, he went his turn. I just gave him an update. Then he gave me an update and said things were hard. And he had been kind of like, stuff went on with his, you know, the place he was renting and, you know, he didn't really have a place to live for a while and stuff like that before. This was before, but then, okay. So, you know, and his, his, his you know, he had a family member that died of COVID and stuff. And I went to the funeral, filmed it. And then he's all, let's go into this business. And I said, no, I've been doing the same business online. I'm not going to go chase after funerals and film them and stuff. That's not my vision. I, you have to stick to your vision. You can't be like, oh, but you don't start chasing down because a lot a lot of people are dying and start filming funerals because a lot of people are dying. that's not kind of i do business i have a business plan and i'm a businessman right so i don't do the business like that that's not my calling and i would get the press just filming funerals that's just not me right the thing is that that's not him either because he doesn't know anything about the internet so he needs me to do that he doesn't know anything about the, the filming that so he needs me to do that so i just right. did that funeral right. and that was it and i went back to my doing my stuff online right okay so the thing is, if I've been doing this since 1999, actually 1996, I started my first web design company last year at high school, then it doesn't make sense for me to follow him in a new adventure because that takes a long time for things to, things to work out. It makes more sense if he is out of a job for him to come and work with me. But if he doesn't, that's fine. He could do what he's doing and I'm doing what I'm doing, but I'm definitely not going to go chase for funerals now. So I just kept doing what I was doing. But when I met with him, I said, well, you know, I found out it's a good way to make money. Like everybody eventually they need a house right and the thing is it's real hard property it's not like metaverse and and like zuckerberg lost 29 billion dollars on a metaverse people don't understand these things take risk it takes a long time for these things to develop but everybody's still going to need a bit like some people might go to mars okay elon musk but i'm not ready to go to mars i'm just trying to make this planet better okay so the thing is um i thought that maybe i would get him because he was the first person that was faithfully serving me every friday okay okay and it's fine that he doesn't have a seat of vision, but he would talk about doing a uh, on-the-ground restaurant. And the thing is, I know a lot about business. The first restaurant I worked at was McDonald's, okay? They're really in the real estate business. I was a manager at McDonald's from, from 1993 to 1996. I got promoted at the end in first-level management. And then I went to university, so I, so I resigned. But the point is, that business can work, but it takes $200,000 to start. Right, McDonald's would even take more to buy a franchise, but for so, his so, own so, thing. so, 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 what's what's the question or what's the so point? my what's point the, is, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually, I wanted to just tell you that I am trying to recruit people. So I went to my the people that have served me in the past on the ground, okay, and and they don't. A lot of them are not called or don't feel like they can adapt to the internet, right? Because the thing is, all it is, is I changed the F-R-E-E yep. to P-H-R-E-E. Copy. And it's Internet Fridays for the rest of my life. And I was in a program when I developed my program. I developed my course. I was in a program and I applied all of the principles. And this is what it is. I began. With okay. The- okay. So, 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 so hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now I'm listening. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How are you going to get these people to attach to you? I'm trying a lot of, di- I have different friends that I've met on, on a lot of different apps and I'm 
basically doing a one-to-one mm-hmm. kind of like whatever the approach is. So I've tried some new people that I met, but they're new people. So it takes a long time. So they're in my funnel, they're on my list. And I, when I get money, I'll be able to pay for it. My plan is to do June 23rd, I'll pay off my debts. And I plan to invest in a couple different things, a program, like a therapist, a program, a counselor, and a business coach, those three things. So I'll know when, and then I, I have a couple different people in mind. Right. So then they'll be able to, but I don't have budget for a coach. That's why I'm talking to you. All right. So, well, no, 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 no. So, so here's the deal. Jason, you're my man. I'm listening. Dude, you are so smart. (laughs) It's a little bit of a problem. It's a little bit of a problem. I know. I know. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. But listen, listen to. Because I speak English and French and internet. Listen, listen to chaps. You're a man. Listen to you. Listen to me. This is my humble advice to you, all right? As a person who's a business owner, who has people working for him all across across the country, first and foremost, it's about relationship development, okay? Relationship development. I learned this very, very early on because I was so passionate about what I did that I expected people to understand the language in which I express my passion. And what I begin to understand is that people didn't necessarily understand the language I was speaking because it was my passion wasn't theirs. What I was doing was asking them to leave their passion or presuppositions to follow minds. So in order for me to do that, I had to do one very important thing. And that that was relationship development. And as I began to relationship develop, I never mentioned anything about my work. I never mentioned anything about my passion. Guess what I did, my man? I talked about their passion. What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? What are your desires? And from that standpoint, from that trajectory, I was able to engage them in conversation as it opened up about the possibilities of us working together. I'll say this, brother, before before you go. Oh, you're totally right. So I'll listen to you. Yeah, 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 how, yeah. To, how to adapt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're totally right. Our campaign is the two different things: the increase the peace campaign, but all, but DreamDecadeChallenge.com yep. says we're challenging people to dream big dreams for the decade, write them down and live them. And my quote is, "What's your dream for the decade?" And if you look at our website, that's what it says. But I don't always communicate only that. But if you see me get on these chats, I engage people that have my values in what their thing is. All right, so brother, appreciate you. Listen to me. Here's here's what I would say to you in humility. You can't, you can't expect people to drop everything. One of the things that I learned (laughs) is that it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the other person. It's about the people you are trying to get to follow you. So instead of me, Right. Listen, all right. Human nature is like this. People like to talk more about themselves 
Then they like to hear you talk about yourself. So when you're in a conversation with people, guess what? Ask them, what are you passionate about? What drives you? What motivates you? And as they began to explain themselves, talk about their passions, talk about the things that they desire, talk about what it is that they want to do in the world. What is the cum de la? What is the big thing? What is the ultimate concern? What is the Reinhold Niebuhr of their reason for existence? And as you are able to connect with that, then you will begin to see how you can connect their purpose to what it is you are trying to do. That's it. All right. That's most important. It's one of the most important lessons that I've learned in my life. A person who's been doing this for over 20 years, working with people who have a full-time job, but decide to leave their full-time job after eight, 10, 16 hours a day and come and work with me on the weekend. You know how we did that? Relationship. Going out to dinner. Now, here's the deal. We can only do so much by ourselves. We have to have people who believe in us, us, who believe in us, our value, our traditions, right? Our mission and that we can connect it to in order for us to begin to move forward into the future. One of the worst things that we can do is tell people, this is what I want to do and you need to listen to what I want to say and how I want to say it and you need to follow me. No, 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 no. All right. That's not how it works. It doesn't mean that we're not smart. It doesn't mean that our visions are not ingenious. It doesn't mean we're not passionate. It doesn't mean people don't like us. Sometimes we are running a hundred miles a minute. And we have to be able to slow down. So we can get people to follow up and catch up with us. Get in the car with us. To run this race with us. Jesus had 12 disciples. He asked them to leave their life, to leave their passion, to leave their daily wherewithal in order to follow him and his grand vision, uh, vision, his grand grandiose vision about life and ministry. Right. That's what Jesus did in order for him to do that. New Testament doesn't tell us that Jesus probably had a relationship with those guys before he asked them that question that they would follow him. So hear me clearly. Right. Great conversation. Jason's a great friend, right? It's not just about him. It's, it is obviously not about that, but he has a valid, valid issue. And I, and I appreciate the fact that he brought that issue to bear. Right. He brought that issue to the table, right? And like, Hey man, I'm doing one, two, three, four. Listen, you can run a hundred miles a minute 
but you have to have people willing to go with you. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. You have to have people to go with you and watch this. What comes with that? One, you have to be able to articulate your vision in a way that they understand. Two, you have to be able to have a relationship with them. Hit their core value and concern. How can you link your ultimate concern with their ultimate concern? And how can you link up together to do something great? Three, you have to get them to believe that you are a human being. What did I mean by that? I have faults. You have faults. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Can we go have, have a beer together? Can we have dinner together? Can we hang out together? It's not just about, listen, this generation in front of us, it's not totalitarian. It's about relationships. When I was standing in front of the care board in Washington, D.C. in the Pentagon, they asked me, how would you get people, individual sailors who are connected to technology to be deployed out in God knows where without any sign of technology? I said to them, number one, without stuttering, relationships. What do you mean? I don't care. Look, it's not top down approach anymore. That's played. It's all about relationships. And the more you're able to connect in relationships, the more you're able to build the community and begin to take your vision, their vision, pull it together, begin to march forward toward a better future. Wow, what a exciting conversation with my special guest on that special coaching call. Thank you so much for listening. As you can see, this individual was struggling with a lot of different ideas, how they could take their business to the next level and get people involved. And what we've learned from this episode today is that you have to have a vision that connects with the vision of other people in order to actualize what it is you want to do. And so as you could sense through listening to this uh, coaching call, that it was a little tension between the two of us because... I was strictly uh, and emphatic that you, the, uh, the trajectory you were going, although was good, was lacking a little bit and we needed to do what we can to fill in those gaps. And so uh, that's sort of what I do when I have different coaching calls with people on different platforms. And if you're interested in that, just let me know. Uh, you can look us up on the uh, chapstalk.org or chapstalk.org. You can also find us on Instagram. You can subscribe to our podcast. That helps us to continue having guests on and providing you these top notch resources and conversations. So please hit that subscribe button, share, like, and uh, check us out on YouTube as well. We're on YouTube at Next Evolution Podcast. A lot of major different platforms that we are on so that we can continue providing you the resources you need to move forward into the next evolution of your life. So our goal is if you are stuck, if you're looking for spiritual transformation, uh, I will help coach you through that process. And this is one of the ways for doing it. So once again, thank you so much for listening, for being a part of our audience. As you continue to listen and support us, we will bring you the best resources possible. So to help you move forward in the next evolution of your life. So uh, keep your ears open for the next podcast that will be released in the next few days, next few weeks. Sorry. And uh, once again, thank you for listening and it costs you nothing to share, like and subscribe to the Next Evolution podcast. Talk to you soon. Peace.